Good morning. Um Right, we we saw yesterday, let's just go through that Gomorrah, the last bit we did yesterday again. It's uh, four lines down into the wide lines of the Gomorrah there. Bomber of Yeshua Ben Navy. Bishosh Ola Moshalamor. How's that? Consistent. Yeah. I even checked the screen, there's nothing there. Yes, yes, may I. The Shosh Ola Moshalamor. At the time of Moshe went up on high, the Tzayla Kodesh Baruch he found Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Sheyakeshik Kesarim Leisius. He was tying the crowns onto the letters. Omalo Moshe. So Hashem said to Moshe, "In Shalom Berucha, you don't have the concept of greeting people in your city." So Omalo follows. He said, "Hashem, Kudum Yishevish and Eisin Shalom Berabbi." Have you ever heard of a, of, a, of a servant giving, you know, greeting his rebbe? Of course not. So Omalo, Hakadosh Baruch said to him, "Yeah, but how are the Cholos ringing? Why didn't you help me?" So Miyad Omalo straight away. Well, as Rashi says, at a later date, Moshe said to him, "V'atoyi Nanolka Hashem Kashed Debatonimo." Now, first of all, let's just start off with the easy part, and that is, what's the thing about Yeshevish and Eshin Shalom Rabbi? Since when does a when ever can't greet his rebel? What do you mean? We've got the we've got the whole thing of today and Eshin Shalom Rabbi. Absolutely. I didn't look it up, but yes. So BMS, I'm sure we all remember the Gemara in Brachis, yes? Gemara in Brachis there, top of Chaf Zayin on the base, I think it is. The Gemara there is talking about, uh, it's actually about doubling on Erev Shabbos, doubling Mincha times, and it brings us at Rabbi Yirmiyah with Rab, I don't remember who it was. Um, yeah, Rabbi Yirmiyah by Rab was doubling behind Rab. So the Gemara asked, how could he do that? Surely, Rabbi Yehuda said, "B'shem Rabbi, the Olam Adi's father Adam, no connected Rabbi, but no Achiri Rabbi." Sorry, not that part. But Tanya, Rabbi Yehuda, Ime, Hamis father Achiri Rabbi, Vahanoisi Shalom LeRabbi, Vahmachsi Shalom LeRabbi, Vahachiri Kadi Shuvat Shalom, Vahimidavu Shalom Shalom, Goyim Nishchina Shetistadik in Yisrael. So, what's going on? So, Be'emes Tosfos over there asks the Kasha, which is, "What do you mean? Hamisim Shalom LeRabbi, Machsi Shalom LeRabbi is." Is going mishchina shetitalik me Israel? What do you mean we got kadei sheiras tamid l'rab? So Tosfos answers, Anachanami. But um, what we're saying here is hanishin shalom l'rab. If somebody who greets somebody not in the right, doesn't greet the rabbi in the right fashion, he just says to him shalom alecho. Doesn't say shalom alecho rabbi yomayi. He greets him like a friend. Yeah. Or says Tosfos Anachanami. Anuchanami, Nesina Shalom Lerav is talking about somebody like Rabbi Yirmiyah Barabbah, who the Gemara says was a Talmud Chover. But somebody who's taka a proper Talmud, Anuchanami shouldn't greet his rebel. And when we talk about Kadesh Eiras Talmud Lerav, it's Dafka, Dafka, um, a Talmud Chover. Yeah? So, we come back to our Gemara, well, that doesn't. The second answer would help us. Mm. The first answer definitely does not. Because, what, 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 what did the, what, what did the Moshe say to Hashem? Have you ever heard of a, of a Talmud greeting his Rebbe? Yeah, he just adds on the words Rebbe Umuri. Probably with Hashem, he probably maybe adds on a few extra titles as well. But, Kulum Yesh Ebet 
Another possibility is, the Marashal says, another possible chilek is, there's a difference between Kedei, sorry, Kedei Sheva Chenoisin Shalom Leraboi and She'elas Shalom. She'elas Shalom, the Marashal, the way he puts it is, She'elas Shalom is when the Rebbe arrives to you and says to him, how was the journey? That's perfectly normal. But Nesina Shalom Leraboi is like a... Greeting him, that, that, that you don't do. In which case, it answers both questions in one. Here we're talking about Nesina Shalom. They were also talking about Kedai Nesina Shalom Lerab. Yeah? Hanusin Shalom Lerab. That's what it's talking about there. When we talk about Kedai She'elas Talmud Lerab. Yeah? She'elas is how was the journey. That's perfectly all right. That's what the, the Marashal says. So, Bikitsu, we've got, I think, three different ways that we can answer this. Either we can answer, as I said, I haven't seen anyone who points this out, but with Tosu's second answer. And Afanami, if you're not a Talmud Chavah, you can't. You don't find anywhere. To, or you say, like Dr. Friday said, I think that's the answer to Tosu's in Baba Kamal, is that there's a difference between an Ebed and a, and a, and a Talmud. Mm. Or you say there's a difference between the Sinas Shalom and Sheilas Shalom. And then you just, Marashal, that's the way he touches the difference. Okay. And that's the, the relatively easy part. And, Nice if you look at the Gideon Ashas, that's sort of what he's referring us to, right? So the Tosis of Brochus. But the main issue over here is like this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you the following question. Hashem says to him then, okay, well, why didn't you help me? So Miyad, straight away, Miyad, Rashi, Dabka Miyad, it means that's a later date. He says, but I'll tell you, you now Hashem. Do you know when that later date was? Do you know which parasha that was in? Hashem says, basically, out the way, I'm going to destroy them. So Moshe says, no, people are going to say, that Hashem didn't have the ability to bring them to Israel. And then he says, well, you can't look, Hashem can't hear about Tanima. What's that got to do with, with uh, over here? Hashem's time, the, the, the sorry, not today, says, whatever that means. Yeah? And Hashem says, why didn't you help me? So, some... You know, a year or so later, when you get the parashat of Meragin, oh, but I'll tell you, you Hashem. What's that got to do with helping Hashem? Well, if it means to help Hashem, for that matter, but... It's a pellet, no? 
Jess, any answers to this? So I'm going to suggest the following, the following idea. There is, there's a piece of Maharal in Be'er Agoda where at the end of it he writes, this is how he ends, I'm, just, I'm telling you at the beginning, this is not really the place for this, this is his expression, I'm just telling you that before I start, this is something very, what he says is deep and very deep. Okay? I do not claim for a moment that I've understood what the Maral is really trying to get at. Okay? I'm going to present it in a way because the truth is, I mean, if, if I did, and I tried to put this in words, it's, you can take a look for yourself, it's very, very difficult to even begin to put into words. It's even more difficult than what I tried the other day, right? That was partly because I tried to, it was too big to say, in a, to put it simply. This one is, he's, you can see what he's beginning to, you can begin to see what he's saying, but it's, so, I'll tell you the way, whether this is what the Maral means, probably not, but I'm going to tell you what, what, what I think. It's, it's, it's definitely based on, on the lines of the, the Maral, okay? I'm putting it into my words, but first thing is you, you have to understand, this is Stamazoid, what is this thing of tying the Kesorim onto the Osios? So he says, think about it for a second, a king, a king, the idea of the crown shows that he's the top. The Prime Minister doesn't wear a crown. Only the Queen in this country, she wears the crown because she, at certain points at least, why? Because she's the top. The one at the top can wear the crown. That's the idea of the crown. So the idea, he says, of putting the Ksorim on the Osius is because people may say, you know what? The Torah we have, this is not the only Torah. This is not the way he puts it again. I'm probably shortening what he's saying very much and therefore possibly losing parts of, parts of the meaning. But he says, he says, you have to understand, I'm just picking out a lot in it, it's the order of the godly Seder, the Seder that things should follow, he says, "The Seder is in Tzofik Shu Al Kol Seder Van Hodo Ashe Efsha Shia Ashe Inaforavid." This is the ultimate Seder. Don't think that there's well, we've got the Torah, but there's one above it. He says, "You may think that the Moshel Noach Bnei Noach also got the Torah, and then we got a higher Torah. So maybe there's an even higher Torah. Maybe there's there's like a Seder, and then there's a higher Seder. There's high and Hanhog at different levels." So he says, "No, the Torah we've got." This is the ultimate, this is the var elikim, this is the seder eloiki. We may not understand all of it to the, in fact, we definitely don't understand it al But you should know that this Torah, this is the ultimate. Hence, it's got the ksorim on the osios. The ksorim are attached to the osios, not detached, that's the importance, by the way. The ksorim must be, the tagim on your osios must be attached to, to, to the osios. It's no good having them. If they've got a crack in it, there's no point to it. Yeah? Now, he says, now you'll begin to understand, why is it when, when it comes to a get, or a ksuba, or all, all these other things, they've got all sorts of alakas, not so much the ksuba, but a get. There's all sorts of alakas. Do you have to have tagim on the osios? No. 
He says, because they're talking about only that for the Torah. Things which are not Torah, it's better than Torah. Mizuzah is Torah. Megillah is not Torah. But it gets, I mean, it's a mitzvah in the Torah, but it's not Torah itself. It's a divorce. So he says, for these sort of things, you don't need the, the talking on Shatman's gates and these sort of things. Yeah, is that, that's, that's, that part's relatively straightforward. The difficult part is the next part. What is this thing that he says, you know, Hashem, Hashem says to him, help me. So he says this. When he comes up, Hashem says to him, you know, ain't shonen be'erfa? So he says, Moshe says to Hashem, ain't ever noisin shonen be'erfa? Because the idea of greeting is like as if he's a partner. As if I'm a partner. And Eber's not a partner to his rebel. So how can he greet his rebel? Yeah? So Hashem said to him, yeah, but you can still help me. Now, what does that mean? So says the Maharal like this. I'll, I'll, I'll put it over to you like this. A mother, he doesn't say this, I'm giving you this marshal. When a woman becomes pregnant or whatever it is, and she has a child, suddenly the body starts, it's chemical changes whatever in the body, and she's suddenly able to produce milk. Why? Why? It flies half over, you'll say. I mean, it's all part of the... the no. The answer is because Kozman has no child. There's no point doing the puller. If there's no makabal, what's the point of producing the milk? For what? Correct? Yeah? You work in whatever, right? You work in oil, whatever, whether, whether you're doing that still, whatever you're doing, right? If there's no one to buy it, then it's a waste of time. You can produce all the oil you want in the world. It's only worth starting your work if there's a makabal, there's somebody who wants oil. Correct? That's what I thought Ezra was saying to Moshe. Make yourself a suitable receptacle. Make yourself a makabal. Through that, you will give the payel, who may be light years and more away from you, but it doesn't matter. You could be the tiny little ant. But if you make yourself the makabal, you make yourself a suitable receptacle for whatever our Ezra is doing, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu can kibiyachol, kibiyachol, not that he needs us. But kibiyachol, then that gives HaKadosh Baruch Hu kibiyachol the ability to start the Pu'ulah. Yeah, is that clear? Correct. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, no, do more. Don't think you can't do more. Yeah? That's what he's giving Shalom. I wouldn't ask you to be a shut if you can't be a shut to me. Well, we do find certain people, you know, that don't dinamis la mitzvah. Okay, but that's not what I was asking you. You could have helped me. Yeah, show me that you're that you you want you, you want the Torah, whatever it is. Be be a suitable makabel, and then ooh, then you're then, then that's kibiyochel. That's that's helping me. It's about the fact that you're so much smaller, so much smaller. It doesn't matter. No matter how much smaller you are, by showing an interest that you want this thing, that you're ready to receive it, and you're, you've got the clear ready to receive it, that, in that sense, it's helping. Now, that, as I said, we're going in increments here, getting a little more difficult and a little deeper as we go.
Right? Now we're up to our waist, maybe, right? We can still just about hold with what the Mara is saying, I think, okay? The next part is where it gets a little more sublime, to put it, uh, I use the word sublime because of what he's about to talk about. He says, now, so what we're really saying is, that Hashem says, make yourself a makabal, so that, that will give me kibiyokal the kayak to be muscle to start. Now, he says, what is the haschola of Torah? Is it the letter, or is it the tongue? Where does the Torah start? Does it start from the letters, or does it start from the Targum? Well, you said the Targum is a crown. You can crown some, something if it's, something's there. So you don't have the letter there. Imagine that's a crown. Yeah? The Kodesh Baruch comes first. And I represent, the way we represent a Kodesh Baruch was by putting the crown there. Therefore, the crown comes. Okay, so we have a slight. Huh? Dr. Farrell doesn't, doesn't agree with that. But you know what? Mr. Kastenbaum is right. Now, what we've got to do is try and figure out. You can make it sound very simple, but he's right. Mr. Kastenbaum is 100% right. Says the Maral, the crown comes. That's the Schoda of Torah. Now, the question is, what does that mean? I'll be honest with you, I can't tell you for definite, okay? I, I'm, I'm going to put it in my very, very simple, simple Loshen. This is the way. I understand that. I could be completely off, okay? But that's like this. Um, it's just a moshe which I was thinking this through last night, trying to get clear. This is the moshe which came to mind, okay? You're listening to a piece of music. So some pieces of music, they come to an end. Right? They have a grand finale and all the orchestra come to a beautiful thing and the drum, you know, with the cymbals and it ends beautifully. Oh, good There's other music where, I mean, if you're listening to a recording, it's more to the point. It's what they call fading out. And it gets quieter and quieter and quieter. And as it's fading out, you, you're like, listen, can you still hear it? You can hear them saying the same words again and again, right? they're singing the chorus again and again. You turn it up a little bit, you get another bit, right? And if you sort of just stop the tape there before it goes on to another or CD, whatever, where we're holding these days, MP3s, if you stop it there, you can still, close your eyes, and you can still, I don't know about you, but you can still hear it in your mind as if they're still singing. It's going on and on and on. It doesn't end. Okay? That's phasing out. Correct? Yes. You can't see where I'm going yet with this, but okay. Now, you also, I don't know what you call it, fading in, I don't know what it's called, but you do get the, the opposite sort of thing, not normally, but is where it comes in gradually and gets louder and louder and louder. That's really what I want, whatever that's called. I'll call it fading in. Okay? That is the tug. You have to understand, a tug is this tiny little thing on the top of the letter. So it's a matter of, that's so duck stick. Yeah? But it's like, you have to understand, the Torah came down, is, 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 we say, Whatever that means, it's a chilek of HaKadosh Baruch it's a part of Hashem, it's the Dvar Hashem, right? It's the word of Hashem. And if it's the Dvar Hashem, when you speak, there's no, there's no substance to it. Correct? HaKadosh Baruch is no mamoshes whatsoever, of course not that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, without getting too Kabbalistic about this, and he transcended, transcended, this Ur transcended through all the worlds, etc, 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 until eventually we came to the Olam Asiyah, the world we're in, where things became Gashmi. And the Torah could be put into words. But when you put things into words, by definition, by putting things into words, 
instead of putting it into words, into letters, into ink, you are defining it, you are limiting it. That's the danger, so to speak, with putting it into words. So Teresh Bechsal, we can do that. Teresh Valpeh, you're not allowed to do that. Because by definition, Teresh Valpeh means it's transmitted by mouth. There is no way you can put it into words. Because putting something into words means that you are limiting it. Torah is not limited. But you can imagine the Torah is coming down, coming down, coming down, and then it comes into this tug. The tug is the first little bit of mamoshus. And it comes down, the tug comes down, and then it sits on top of a whole letter, which sits on top of a whole club, which forms a whole safe Torah. We're getting bigger and bigger. Correct? We, we, we get the general picture? Yeah? You'll understand with that, that's why Rabbi Akiva says, he darshan tili tilim shalalopis. From what? It doesn't say anywhere from the Osius. Why not from the Osius? Why don't we find tili tilim shalalopis from the Osius? From the target. What did he see on the tag? At least the letter I can understand. The letter you can break up. You know, you've got, you got there and other. So you've got two yuds and a bob, and you can break this one. I can understand how you could break that. But a tag, what's he going to darshan from a tag? What do you mean he darshan from a tag? The answer is the tag is just the beginning. Or maybe just the end if you want to look at it. There's just so much more beyond it. So much more beyond it. It just gives you a... Sort of you can begin just to feel that how much more there must be beyond it. Yes? Is that making sense? That's the idea of a tag. Yeah? Otherwise known as a kessa. Which brought to mind, before I come back to the mile, I'm just trying to put this into words, this, this, this basic idea. Do you remember the Gemara we had on Daf Yodal? Not that long ago. Yeah, that's right. So the Gemara said that. But Omar Rova Bar Machasya Omar Abchama Bar Guria Omar Rab. Im ye you call a yamim diyof. All the seas would be ink. Vagamim kul musim, and all the marshes would be filled with just nothing else but just kul musim quills. V'shomayim yirios, and all the heavens would be. Cloth would be parchment. The whole thing and everyone in the world would be scribes. Nothing else but scribes. You wouldn't be able to write down the chalolo shalroshos, which is, um, Rashi says, the depth of their hearts. Talking about a melech. says Rashi. Because he, the posturize was on that matter. Says Rashi, why? Why is it so difficult to put it down? He's got, he's got to con- con- control his whole empire, all these different cash- countries, to, to claim all the tax, all the battles he's got to fight, all the judgments he's got to make. Everything's got to happen in one day. Yeah? You can't possibly put that into words. What's the, where's the posuk? Meikro, where's the posuk? Omeram Meshashio, Shomayim lo roim, ve'eretz lo oimek, ve'leib melochim meinachek. Now, whatever the Gemara means there, I'm sure that at least there must be some shots here. I don't know what we said at the time. But it's to a certain extent, there's, we know, Malchus of the Aros, Ken Malchus of the Rekiah. The Malchus of Hashem, you can't put it into words. The, remember this, this tug, that's the Keser. That's the crown of Hashem. As you said, that, that represents our mouth, the, the mouths of Hashem. Of course Hashem came first. Yeah? You can't put it into words. We've got a little bit of a crown there. It's the opposite of Gashmis. The Gashmis, the more you've got, yeah? The more money you've got, the richer you are. <laughs> the more you've got, the more you spread. You've got a bigger garden, you've got a bigger garden. It means you own more land, it means you've got more property. 
Simple as that, right? When it comes to Ruchnius, on the contrary, the smaller it is, the more defined it is, the more, what letter was the, was, was Olam Abor created with? Which letter? The Yud. The smallest letter, which Tosu says in the office, what is a Yud? Oh, we bought this target up. No, he said, uh, the actual Yud is just a dot. That's what a Yud is. Hashem is represented in a dot, if we can, be, if we can represent Hashem in anything. It's only Gashmius which, which spreads and has this side, that side. The smaller the thing is, that's in, in Ruchnius, it's more darkistic. Says the Maharal, something which is so darkistic, it can't exist on its own. Hence the Neshama, Neshama because it's so sublime, has to have, in this world, has to have a guf. That's what we spoke about. That, that bit, I think I did say the Maharal the other day. That's why the, the, the Torah, the Torah can go to the Malachim, Ma- Malachim, because the Malachim, they don't have, they don't have a proper, uh, sort of, stable, um, foundation to give to the, to the Torah. Correct? Something which is so darkistic needs something which has got a proper, proper base. That's the, that's the human being. Now, what are we trying to get up with this? It's like this. If, if I'm correct, it's like this. We know that there are supposedly, how we calculate it is different, different periods, sort of cheshbonis, but supposedly there are how many letters in the Torah? That's what Chazal tell us. You count up our letters, we don't get anything like that. It's, it's just over half. It's 300,000 something or other. But supposedly there are 600,000. Why, why do we choose that number? The Torah says, can I get the 600,000 in the Shamus of Kladisho? That, that's the word of the Shotim. The idea being that we, each one of us, each one of our Nishamas is like a letter in the Sefer Torah. And that's why if one person fails, the Sefer Torah is possible. Right? Yeah? So what our Kodesh Baruch was saying is like this. The Tag, which is, represents, as you said, the Malthus of our Kodesh Baruch represents the eternal, if I can use the word, nature of our Kodesh Baruch But it needs a Makabel. It needs something on which to sit. Says our Kodesh Baruch Hu, going back to what the Maral said beforehand, I'm not talking about Malachim here. Moshe, don't think that this is like a grade, grade B, grade C Torah. My tag sits directly, not close to, it sits directly on these osios. This is the grade A plus Torah, as if there is, if there is any other. This is it. The whole of the Priya is contained in this Torah. And you, my dear friends, says our Kodesh Baruch Hu, Friends, Avodim, whatever you want to call it. You are my Makabli. You are my letters. Without the letters, Kimiyoch, that's where our Kodesh Baruch created it. Ein Melech Balayom, we say, right? Ein Melech Balayom. Adoin Olom. Hashem Olach. Beteren Kol Yitzin Nibro. Leiz Nasor V'chefzakol. Azai Melech Shemay Nikro. To become a Melech, there has to be an Am. There have to be people to declare you Melech, to accept your Malthus, to be Makabalim. If no one's interested, you can't be a Melech. Correct? You can be an altar, you can't be a Melech. So the idea in this is that, the idea in this is that, that's what he said, be a help to me. How will you be a help to me? By being a suitable Makabal. So clearly, so he said, he did that. Nasev we want the Torah, we're ready to accept the Torah. All 600,000 Nishamas ready. So what did they get? What did each of them get? Two mm. crowns. Correct? Over oh, then, Klal Yisrael went away. They saw the eagle. They were no longer royal to cover the Satayra. In the same way, 
We're going to have to work on it now. That's the second law for us. So what did our Kodesh Baruch do? He took away the crowns. Where did the crowns go? What did we say? They all went to? Moshe Rabbeinu. Yes, remember? They all went to Moshe Rabbeinu. Why? We've all got, always got something to fall back on, even if we're not learning quite as well. The Torah comes from Moshe initially. Yeah? So far, so good? So that's what our college prophet was saying. Moshe comes up and he says, well, what? Remember, Moshe has been like, yes, if the said, right, I'm just a shliach. Right? I'm just a shliach. What do you want me to do? So the prophet says, you're not just a shliach, Moshe. The Torah is being given to you. There's going to say this. It's being given to you. You can then go and give it to, to Kralisov. The Torah is being given to you. You have to be the Makado. And with that, you're then giving me, Kibiyoho, the ability to set my Malchus starting in the world. Right? Now, as I said, that's the sort of thing, the sort of the, uh, the way I understand the Ma'arav. That's the case. Now it's beautiful what the Gemara says. Miyat! Straight away, Moshe says, What's Peshat? Because Moshe comes to the, the chetz of the Meraglim and Hashem says, that's it, Moshe. I've had enough of this people. It's all over. Right? Out the way, I'm going to destroy this people. Right? Correct? Father Friday, yeah? What does he say? Mibilti yecheles Hashem. Do you remember the Gemara Monoch in, in Brachus? Mibilti yecheles Hashem. I think it's, I think it's stuff from the base there. The strength of Hashem became weak like in a cable. What's Peshat in the Gemara? Anyone remember Peshat in the Gemara? What do you mean, built to you? Why should it say we built to Yochel? What's the between Yochel and Yochelis? Huh? Don't know? Of course you know. Just don't fall into the trap of saying that one is masculine and one's feminine. Because that's what most people tell you. Yeah, Yechida sounds feminine, doesn't it? It's got a top of that. It sounds, sounds pretty uh, lost in the cable. Yochel. Yeah? So we're showing already say it's a big, big top. So there's no such thing. Yochel is masculine. Yechida is just a noun. That's what it is. So it says the Rashbah, the Peshat and the Gemara is. Mibilti Yochel. Yeah? Mibilti Yochel Yudke Volke. That doesn't make any sense. How can you say, HaKadosh Baruch, you're the Yudke Vavke. Yudke Vavke means you are the omnipotent, you're the absolute, you know, the ultimate. But you're not able. But then you're not the Yudke Vavke, are you? It doesn't make any sense. That's an absolute paradox. Yeah? Rather, we built Yechiles Hashem. People are going to say, there is a Yudke Vavke, there is an omnipotent, omnipotent somewhere in the world, but it's not you. The God of the Jews, he's not that one. We built Yechiles Hashem. He doesn't have the ability of an omnipotent, because otherwise, why, why can't he take the people into the... Into, why can't he overcome 31 kings? Explain more in the Gemara at the time. That's exactly the point. If you do away with the Jewish people, you're Makablin. If there's no Makablin, you won't have a Kesser. The whole point of the Kesser, as we remember we said, shows this is the top. There's nothing above. This is the ultimate. Without your Kesser in the world, people are going to say, oh... The God of the Jews is somebody above him. That's what the Rashbah says. He doesn't have the ability of an omnipotent. He's the cover from a higher source. Well, the higher source has, in his incredible wisdom and society, that's it. 
Not, I, I don't want to give uh, the God of the Jews any more kaya. That, that's, that's what Moshe said. So what did Moshe say? Now it's beautiful. Next posuk. The Yato Yigdal no Kaya Hashem Kashem di Barto Lima. So Hakonish Pokal, but you're saying that the Kedem they're not suitable anymore, right? So he says, Now I'm gonna help you. What does it mean help you? I'm gonna make the Kedem suitable. How can I make them suitable? I'm telling you that Yigdal no Kaya Hashem. I'm a Makabo, I'm speaking on behalf of the people. Whether it's Moshe speaking on behalf of the people or the he says as you said to me, I'm the Makabal, I can give you the Kayab, I'm telling you, I'm ready to be the Makabal of the Torah. I'm ready to continue your mal, because you don't have to get rid of this Jewish people. V'yatol no, v'yatol, what's the game? Yigdal no, Kayab Hashem. Kashem de Baratolim. Yeah? You could even say, V'yatol yigdal no, Kayab Adonus. It's a lot of Adonus. Why Adonus? It's Odin. Odin is a, is a socket. It's Makabal something. Yeah, does that make sense? That's why the Dafka he said it there. Because if it was in danger, everything was going to be lost. Because if there's no Makabalim, well then, everything re- reversed to Tovabu. So he said, no, nah, I'm going to help you now, Kiviyotl. Ve'atol, ve'atol, yigdal no ka'ashem. Ka'ashed dibar Yeah? You could even say ka'ashed dibar tolema. I think we've said before, right? The Malvin's war. What's the difference between Dibur and Amiru? So we know Dibur normally is, is harsh and Amir. Mum says Dibur is just shortened to the point. The Amira is the elaboration on it. Yeah? The whole thought, you could say it in, one, in a couple of ways. Remember the tag, you don't really understand, then it becomes into a letter. That's the Lema. Dibarto is an expression of Dabur or being like the, the Melech. You could possibly touch it up a little bit there. That's the, that's the, uh, what you see from this, by the way, is, one thing is for sure. You see from this the importance of having the Targum on your letters, in your Sefer Torah, or your Tfilin, people say, yeah, but the evidence doesn't matter. There's a lot of out there, by the way, but when we get to Kuftal, I said already, I want to go into this much more, into the Alokhs of Hilkastan, people are interested, but you'll find a lot of old Iksav, they don't have the proper Targum. And apparently, Rabbi Yashif says it's mamash mamash b'diyevet. I'd rather just ask him recently to, to clarify a certain point. It says mamash b'diyevet. Yeah, sometimes because they're very small and they can't get all the tagim. The tagim are there. We, we begin to understand today that without them, there's no point in having the osis. There's no point in having the osis without a tag. Yeah? Yeah, is that, is that clear? On the other hand, if, if the osis is possible, it's not just p'sul in the osis, it's p'sul in the tag. Yeah, is that, is that clear? I'll just end with one, one little thought. We've been sort of talking very, uh, just to bring us down, back, back down to earth a little bit before we go to Dublin. Is, just one little point. The Benesh Chai says, coming a little more practical, Hashem doesn't really need Moshe Rabbeinu's help. But he was telling Moshe that you, I want you to learn from what I'm saying to you. There's people down on earth who do need your help. Greeting people, Hashem doesn't really need our greetings. That's absolutely correct. But, Hashem says, but there's people down on earth who do. Ka'asher divarto leymar. Leymar means to say unto others. Says the Ben Chai. That's what HaKadosh Baruch was teaching Moshe. Don't ever ignore people. 
wish them a good morning, especially as I, I think one of them, Horosh says, I think Ein Yaakov says, he came up first thing, Baalio, he came up right about Shkomo, Olo Mesha. You should have said, Safra Tom, you should have said good morning. Seriously, that's what Ein Yaakov says. That was the time, you should say good morning. So Moshe said, what do you mean? You wish people, Hatzlach, Hatzlach, of course I don't really need it, right? But it's to teach you. A bit like, I mean, we find this sort of Gemara. You find you remember the Gemara with, with Rabbi Yechonah and Zakkai, Brachas Chavches, when when the Talmidim came in and he started crying, and they said to him, "Why are you crying?" etc. etc. And he said, "Well, I'm being taken on." At least one of the they say he wasn't really scared. He knew he was going straight to Ganeidah. The whole drosh he gave them is, "But you should all be scared." Yeah. So to hear, Hashem didn't need Moshe's help or greetings. This is the way, the way he puts it. But just remember, when you greet somebody else, you give them a good morning, you wish somebody Hatzlacha, you're helping them. You're helping them, you could be making their day, you could change their lives. So, have a good morning. I, I, I actually remember thinking that my little children, if you ask them to help you do something, sure. they can't feel they're doing something for you. That's true as well, that is true, that is true.